Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 63 of the IT Career Energizer, a weekly podcast where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants and experts from around the world. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And remember to subscribe to get new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Phil Liu. Phil is CEO and President of XBOSoft, a leading provider of software quality engineering services. Phil has more than 25 years of experience in software product development and product management and helps organizations assess and consistently improve upon the quality of their software. So Phil, can I ask you to expand on that summary and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, I'd say that one of my passions is... uh cycling and i've uh, raced uh, as an amateur and I, now that i'm old i just do uh cycle tours but i think it provides a really good metaphor for life and that especially in cycling racing it's not always the strongest person or the strongest rider that wins the person that wins is usually the one that applies the right kinds of efforts at the right times and i think that really applies to life as well as our careers so I'm, I'm happy to share my thoughts here today and, and I'm glad to be here. So as I understand it, you, you visited quite a few countries to satisfy your, your passion for travel as well. I've lost count, but I think it's maybe 60 or 70 countries. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going. trying to make it to 100. <laughs> right. So one of your long-term objectives. Right, right. Phil, can you maybe tell us a career tip and that might be useful for somebody starting out early in their career? Well, I certainly won't say pursue your passion. <laughs> right. But uh, I think um, one of the things that uh, I didn't do as much as I should have when I was younger was really lift my head up, I, I call it, and, and broaden my views and uh, broaden my circles, engaging with a mentor network. In my career now, I do have mentors, and I, I believe that they help me a lot. And I wish that I had had that kind of a mentor network when I was younger. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that absolutely as well. I, I found over time that, that almost the the realization that mentors are a, a vital part of your career almost comes about a little bit too late. So giving people advice early on to seek out mentors and identify the right people for you, I think is great advice. Yeah. I think as a young person, a lot of times you just think that, oh, if I put my head down and I work hard, I'll get ahead. But that, it doesn't always work that way. Yeah, no, I agree with that. <laughs> yes. Um, Phil, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? It's really based on knowing value and understanding value. And that has to do with um, your own self-value in terms of the type of what you can do and the value of what you can do in the marketplace. I've also sold companies and I think um, mistakes I've made have all been related to really understanding the value of the company that I had in my possession or that I had started and, and uh, 
nurtured. It's really all about understanding value for yourself, your skills, your company, and what they can get in the marketplace. Getting back to that mentor network, I didn't really seek as much advice as I should have also. Right. And understanding that. There's also the benefit of hindsight when you when you see what those companies have gone on to do. That's right. That's right. Can you maybe from low point take us maybe to your career highlight or greatest success and tell us about that? A lot of folks that uh, enter into the IT career space, I think that a lot of them aspire to start their own companies. And I was fortunate to be able to do that early on in my career and actually sell that company. And we developed data warehousing products at the time. And so I would say that was probably one of the highlights of my career, but it's also you know, a source of many lessons, as you can imagine. Yeah, indeed. Anything spring to mind? Well, I talked about the value, worst IT career moment. I th- didn't think I really understood the value of my company as well as I should have. And maybe I wouldn't be working right now if I did. Yeah. <laughs> So, Phil, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? Again, particularly for people who may be either thinking about coming into the industry or maybe only with a couple of years' experience. What excites me about the future of uh, career and, and also in IT in general really is that the field is so broad and there's so many things that a person could, in, could get into you know, software, you've, you've heard the cliche or the, the work from Mark Anderson about uh, software is eating the world. I think software is actually becoming the world. The number of verticals that a person could enter into in the IT market is getting bigger and bigger. You know, if you think about garage door openers, you know, they're actually becoming, have a heavy software component now in, in terms of remote control and all the software on your mobile phone that could control your garage door opener. You wouldn't normally think of a garage door opener as a software company, but so, you know, the field of IT is just uh, broadening. And that's what's exciting to me is that um, you could enter into the field from any number of places. I find that really, really exciting. Do you see that new companies are, are becoming more IT focused? Is that is that a trend? I think it is a trend. I think that a lot of companies that are traditional brick and mortar or manufacturing companies are finding that if they don't have an IT strategy and implementing software within their solutions, they're going to fall behind. And so a lot of these traditional companies, they find that software is a big component of their future strategy, yet they're not a software company. And that really spells a lot of opportunities for people in IT, for new careers in IT, and uh, getting in there and working with these companies and helping them out. Yeah. Do you think that changes the working dynamic as well for people working in IT in terms of the way they relate to the people who are actually at the front end of a business? As an IT person, as an IT engineer or software engineer, it's really important to understand the end users and be able to interact with different kinds of of people and colleagues. You know, if you enter into a manufacturing company, maybe you work for U.S. Steel or something like that, uh, as an IT person, you can imagine the the diversity of people around you that you're going to be working with. And I think it's important to develop your personal communication skills to go along with that. Because like I said about cycling, it's not the strongest 
guy that wins the race. It's the person that applies the right skills and, and finesse at the right time. And a lot of that stuff in, in, in your toolkit to be successful is not just programming skills or not just networking skills, but really a lot of interpersonal skills. Yeah. And we're going to go into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Uh, <laughs> okay, I think so. Um, so what first attracted you to a career in IT? Well, you know, I started as a uh, business major, and then I switched uh, majors in college to engineering. And the reason I did that was because I just felt that that was really the future. So, you know, I, I think people should today have probably the same outlook and even stronger than what I did back when I started my career, that uh, IT is really the future of the future of our economy. What is the best career advice you've ever received? One of the advice that I got was to really pursue um, communication and public speaking skills. And that's really helped me a lot in my career. Because if you, no matter what kind of ideas you have, no matter how great they are, if you can't communicate them, they're not worth very much. Yeah. It's certainly a great way to differentiate yourself as well. Certainly at the moment is not one of those things that most people in IT will sort of look to do because they tend to be slightly introverted in, in, in many instances. That's right. We, we're engineers, a lot of us, and so most of us don't have those skills. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I think that I would um, really think more carefully about my career. My career just kind of happened. And, you know, I'm mentoring some younger folks now that are in their 30s and late 20s, and I'm encouraging them to really think about the different skill sets and tools that they need to have in their toolbox in order to move their career forward. You know, first you want to have this kind of position, next you don't want to have this kind of position and these kind of responsibilities and this size of a company. For me, when I was younger, it just kind of happened. And... um I think that it deserves a more strategy and, and kind of planning. Yeah, I agree with that, definitely. Um, what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Well, as you know, I, I run and operate um, Exposoft.com. We're a software testing company. So my own career objectives are really similar to the company's and making the company be successful. As an executive of the company, my career objectives are really to – train others and have them do a lot of the work in growing the company and therefore um, enabling me to focus on more strategic issues. And so I think that's probably something that every young manager or, or executive should be working on really is growing people under them to take their place. A key success criteria of a manager and of our executive is to grow people. Yeah, yeah very much. What's the number one non-technical skill that's helped you in your career so far? Yeah, I think I mentioned the public speaking uh, as a skill. Um, it's something that takes a long time to develop. The other non-technical skill is really putting together compelling presentations, really grabbing an audience so that they can hear your ideas and, and you can persuade them that your ideas are good. Phil, before we wrap up, can you share maybe a parting piece of career advice? I think uh, it's related to what we've been talking about the last few minutes in terms of 
being able to present your ideas very, very clearly and uh, really being able to increase your breadth of understanding of not only technology, but the people around you so that you can connect with them. I think connecting with an audience or connecting with you know the people around you at work at a, in a personal and professional level is probably one of the keys to success. Uh, empathy, I guess, is another good word for it. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and potentially connect with you? Well, you can find me uh, on LinkedIn. I'm in there. You can just Google my name and you'll find me as well. Or you can go to our website, uh, xbosoft.com, and you can also email me, philip.lu at exposoft.com. So I think that's there's plenty of ways to reach me, that's for sure. Phil, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Great. It's great to be here. Thanks very much, Phil. My thanks to Phil for being my guest on today's show. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e63. In next week's episode, I'll be talking with Gualtiero Bazana, who, amongst other things, is president of the International Software Testing Qualifications Board, If you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever streaming service you're using to listen. Thanks again for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.